Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Safina Society, nothing but facts, live stream. And we got some news here. It's not um, Wednesday, Affairs of the Ummah, but there is some, I guess you could say something of uh, pressing news, I guess you could say. And a lot of people are wondering, I got a message from some of the... Uh, portfolios these halal portfolios and funny thing is that uh regarding this bank collapse i don't know how many billions of dollars but it was quite a bit uh funny thing is they sent an email out and they said that the we do not invest in the financial uh, world we invest in the real economy (laughs) so the investments that they had were in businesses that were have shown profitability through the production of a product that human beings actually use and need and not, you know, pushing, um, moving numbers on a screen. So uh, interesting here. I, I like this uh, tweet actually from uh, Biden, which is I never look at these things, but this one actually was a good tweet, I have to say. It was a thread. Let's get you that thread. Um Okay, uh, this thread, oh, Biden is best basically saying that um, he's everyone's going to get their money who lost money in the bank collapse. Everyone's going to get fired who managed that bank. The FDIC is taking over the bank, and investors in the bank are going to be left out uh, to hang uh, out to dry. They're going to be left out to dry. Why? Because you invested, you took on a risk. That's uh, how capitalism works. Um, can't find the tweet exactly where it is, but that's basically what his thread uh, said, and it was good. He said, no one's above the law, blah, blah, blah. It was a good tweet, I felt, uh, and it was a good answer to to the situation. They uh, Honestly, they couldn't do that regarding... Um, uh, they couldn't do that regarding the 2008 bailout. 2008 bailout was... That was way... That was something else but this one was a smaller it wasn't smaller than the the 2008 for sure but um enough that they could send a message off and send uh tell them your investments are you're going to lose your money that's it discussion over and um you're fired to all those bankers but you know they're going to get a job somewhere else because they're all friends they'll hire each other within a a year all these people will be working again because all in the first place, the SVB, if you're not aware of what we're talking about, the Silicon Valley Bank, this is a bank that has a lot of the tech um, venture capitalists' money, a lot of tech companies like BillPay.com, a lot of n- new software companies, they're there, um, and they had their money there, and they just went under because the bank made some bad investments, and they announced that were raising $1.7 billion in capital. Now, that was a terrible announcement because people are like, almost $2 billion? Why do you need $2 billion? They're like, to plug in some holes on investments that are sucking out money and we're losing money on these investments. So people said, well, we lost confidence in you. Let's take our money out. And then these people are, obviously, they're friends. They're all texting each other. Say, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm getting out of these people that don't know what they're doing. Then there was what so-called the run on the bank. And then all of a sudden, of course, you have, I don't know, I don't know how much 
how many billion dollars are in the bank, but of course, only a fraction of that is actually in the bank. So they obviously don't have that money. They, they, they never have your money. They have what, like, they're allowed to invest nine times as much as they have. They're lend out, I mean, nine times as much as they have. So they never, they always assume there's going to be, you know, X amount of people withdrawals a day and nothing more than that. So when the, uh, there was a run on the bank, people, everyone asking for their money out and they didn't have the money, they had assets because they're investors too. And they had to sell off all their assets at losses just to give people some cash, some pennies basically. And that's how the whole bank went uh, belly up. And then another companion of theirs also went belly up. And so that put them in hot water in terms of they got sent to the corner by the FDIC, um, whatever federal, whatever uh, insurance company, federal deposit insurance company, and they have to take over the bank again. And then regulators got to look at it now and see why these people don't know how to handle money. That's a summary of the story. So it is sort of an important story in the sense of uh, if you want to learn how these things work. So that is segment number one. Pretty short, but that's a summary of what happened with the banks. Now we return to segment number, we turn to segment number two, in which we read a little bit every, every week. We re- every week we read from different books. And on Tuesday, it is the day of... Um, Tafsir al-Baghawi. All right, so if the name of the... So we're on Surat Al-Tahrim still. And let's talk about the, the examples of the wife. Today's you can title this, right? The wife of Nuh and the wife of Lut. Or the wives of Nuh and Lut. They're examples. Is it possible for a prophet to marry someone who was not good? Yes, it is possible. But... Allah will not leave them upon that. That's the key. Allah will not leave them upon that. Uh, Allah will separate because Allah says, Allah is always separating the bad from the good. And as we can see here, Allah separated between these two husband and wives because she was no good. These two women were no good. Likewise, Asya and Fir'aun. Asya is the greatest woman, woman after Sayyidina Maryam. And she was married to the Pharaoh. But what happened? Allah separated between the two of them. How? Pharaoh drowned. So that's actually a hujjah for Sayyidah Aisha, who was maligned by the Shia. Okay. They're despising of Sayyidah Aisha, who is so special. Do you know how much of the deen relies on Sayyidah Aisha? Allah chose her for a reason. She is such a seminal figure. It's just amazing to see how much is transmitted from her of the deen. Not just unique hadith from her, but how much she taught. She lived six decades after the Messenger She was a major educator in the city of Medina. Uh, unreal how many narrated from her okay, and learned fiqh from her. And she was a pillar for so many people. There's a reason why Allah chose her at such a young age. She was a phenomenal mind, personality, power, fire, not unstoppable. Okay, she was unstop. She was something special. Sayyidah Aisha was something special. That's why Allah chose her. She was mature enough to handle. Yes, they say that she had some stories, but she, those stories were the sort of 
almost you could say the personal side of a person may be one thing, but the, the, the spiritual maturity that she possessed was on another level. Yeah, you can have somebody, and we see this, by the way, in the masjid. There are kids. There are kids who are spiritually and mentally mature, spiritually mature, but they're still kids. That they are more spiritually mature than adults who are far more like uh, composed and everything. No, you talk to them about Allah, they have experience. They do a lot of, it's just, I don't know what to tell you. Whether it's contemplation, remembrance, it's contemplation. Like in spare time, thinking about it, they're always thinking about spiritual matters, right? Like the deen, the Quran, and others don't. So that's why when you see Sayyidah Aisha and she has her adventures with Sayyidah Hafsa against like some of the other mothers of the believers, that's a different part of her personality than her actual maturity. Who can bear what she bore of being accused? And she was only a teenager. So she has something similar to what Sayyidah Maryam experienced. Sayyidah Maryam was a teenager. Or uh, pretty, may, maybe even same age when she was maligned. Of course, the tribulation of Sayyidah Maryam was at a different level because she was carrying a prophet. Sayyidah Aisha did not have to carry a prophet. She was carrying the message of a prophet. Allah purified her and showed everyone her rank above everyone else's. No, does any other mother of the believer, any other companion of the prophet get maligned the way she got maligned for one month? And then Allah revealed her innocence in the Quran. So now, this is a hujjah for her and for her iman and all the mothers of the believers because Allah here is showing us that he separates. If a prophet marries a woman who's no good, he separates between them. If a companion joins a prophet, a man joins the prophet وسلم, and he's no good, Allah separates them. As we had some people apostate and became Christians. Okay, the time of the Prophet. After the Mi'raj, Isra, uh, some people uh, apostated and left. Okay. So Allah purifies the circles of the, of the Prophet. Okay. The wife of Nuh, her name according to Baqawi was Wa'ila. And the wife of Lut was Wa'ila. Okay. All right. So, and others say Wala and Walha. Different pronunciations. Wa'ila or Wala. Wahila or Walha. Different pronunciations. Darab Allahu mathalan lilladina kafaru mra'at anuhim wa mra'at alut. Mra'at alut. Kanata tahta abdaini min ibadina salihaini fakhanatahuma. Okay, so they were under, they were married to Nuh and Lut. Okay, why does Allah say, Kanata tahta abdain? They were under, meaning that they're in his responsibility. He is the one responsible for their safety and maintenance, and they are responsible to follow their husbands. Okay, that's controversial today, but that's the truth. By the way, you know that we're shadow banned? Yeah, we're shadow banned. Uh, I was told that we're shadow banned on YouTube and on Facebook. Yeah, I was like, I don't mind. I don't want to. I, I like a decent sized audience. Now, I don't need some. I don't need some fifth, five million people. Huh? What's that? Um, 
probably alphabet soup, the redacted community, 9-11, all those subjects will get you. You know the redacted is, right? The the, the group of people that you can't mention their name. <laughs> huh? Uh, Al-Yahud, Al-Yahud, and Lutz, and and the talk about 9-11, get you shadow banned. Uh, and it's literally, they told me, it's like somebody there literally pushes, you know, clicks a button, and all of a sudden, boom. But I don't mind. I don't have a problem with having, you know, 20, 30 people, 40 people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great number. I like the number forty. Once you hit forty, that's a good number. Um, what's up with this thing? Maybe it just needs to be pushed in the wall. Yeah, yeah. So how did they do khiana? Ma bagat imra'atun nabiyin qat wa inna kanat khianatuhuma annahuma kanata ala ghairi dinihima. No wife of a prophet ever committed zina against her husband. In other words, they didn't do that kind of khiyana. Rather, what it is was in their hearts, they did not accept Allah. فَكَانَتْ إِمْرَأَةَ نُوحٍ تَقُولَ لِلنَّاسِ She used to say to the people, إِنَّهُ مَجْنُونَ He's gone crazy. وَإِذَا آمَنَ بِهِ أَحَدٌ أَخْبَرَتْ بِهِ الْجَبَابِرَةِ if, if anyone believed, whoever the believers were, she would go out and tell. She had all the inf- insider information on who's a believer. She would go and tell the people who would mock that person and make them leave is- their, their Islam and their belief. As for Imra'at Alut, فَإِنَّهَا كَانَتْ تَدُلُّ قَوْمَهُ عَلَىٰ أَضْيَافِهِ إِذَا نَزَلَ بِهِ ضَيْفٌ بِاللَّيْلِ أَوْ قَدَتِ النَّارِ وَإِذَا نَزَلَ بِالنَّهَارِ she used to help Qamilut. She was did she do the actions of Qamilut? No. But that's not it's not about doing the actions. It's about you help them, you love them. And she used to basically, if there were guests, new men in town, she would tell them how if it was nighttime, she'd light a fire. If it was uh, daytime, she would make uh, something smoke. She would send up smoke. Okay? So that's the way they would know. Okay? 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 They were munafiq. They, they, inside their heart, they were kafir. But on the outside, they showed that they had iman. Despite that their husbands were prophets, the punishment of Allah still came down upon them. Okay. They were told, enter the fire with those who enter into it. Okay, Allah has cut the hopes of everyone who thinks that they could commit sins, but then benefit from the righteousness of others. 
ثم أخبر أن معصية غيره لا تضره إذا كان مطيعا Then also it shows that the sins of others will not harm you if you're obedient. Even the plots of others. When people plot against someone who's pious, that plot is Allah's will. Only good will come through that plot even if it's something bad. In other words, harmful, painful. Yes, they may bring you pain. They may bring you some harm. But behind that harm is much good. So Allah's will for the Muslims when they get plotted against is that in this harm, there's a greater good. Behind it is a greater good. Uh, to ride upon. To do, to commit, essentially. Yeah, commit sins. فَقَالَ ضَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِمْرَأَةَ فِرْعَوْنَ Now let's look at the opposite. From the believers now. For the believers. The wife of Fir'aun. آسيا بنت مزاحم قال المفسرون لما غلب موسى السحارة آمنت امرأة فرعون. Now Asiya, she raised Sayyidina Musa. She knew about Sayyidina Musa. They differed on when she became a believer. They say that, some say, that she always sympathized with him as a kafir woman, right? And this, you see this, right? You see this. It's not necessarily the case that every kafir, every disbeliever in you is against you. You could have a mom, an aunt, a grandma who was very sympathetic for you, but they didn't take the shahada. That's, they say she was like that. From the beginning, she was sympathetic to Musa salam. She loved him. She tried to help him, protect him like Abu Talib. But then when Musa salam came back and he defeated the magicians okay, by throwing his staff and that ate up the serpents, she formally believed. She informed him, I'm one of your believers now. And she formally entered his deen. Before that, she was just nice, sympathetic, kind. But she was on the religion of her husband. Okay. So it gets a fatah rather than a kasra. It became clear to Fir'aun her Islam or tabayyana islamuha awtada yadayha wa rijlayha bi arba'ati awtad wa alqaha fi shams he shackled her up and put her in the sun qala salman kanat imra'atu fir'auna tu'adhdhabu bi shams she would get tortured by the sun fa idhan sarafu anha adallatha almala'ika as soon as the people left malaika would come with shade إِذْ قَالَتْ رَبِّ ابْنِ لِي عِنْدَكَ بَيْتًا فِي الْجَنَّةِ Oh Allah, build me a house outside of this world in paradise. فَكَشَفَ اللَّهُ لَهَا عَنْ بَيْتِهَا فِي الْجَنَّةِ حَتَّى رَأَتْهُ So Allah Ta'ala gave her a mukashafa of her abode in Jannah while she's being tortured. وَفِي الْقِصَّةِ In this story, أَنَّ فِرْعَوْنَ أَمَرَ بِصَخْرَةٍ عَظِيمَةٍ لِتُلْقَى عَلَيْهَا he, commit, he, he said, find a big slab or a stone or a big rock to put it on top of her. فَأَبْصَرَتْ بَيْتَهَا فِي الْجَنَّةِ مِنْ دُرَّةٍ بَيْضَاءٍ 
she then, um, when they were about to put this rock on top of her, she said this, Oh Allah, show me your, build me a house in paradise. She then saw it and it was a house made of pearl, white pearl. When Immediately she died. So the rock was thrown onto a body that had no soul in it. So she didn't feel any pain. She found no pain. Because it ends with Alif Noon. So we're not going to say Wabnu Kaysani. We're going to say Wabnu Kaysana. Allah elevated her into Jannah. Save me from his deeds, meaning his shirk, all the dhulm they turned to Sayyidina Musa and his people. Jama'atuhu, meaning his people. Save me from his actions, meaning all his people. Meaning the Al-Kafirin. Who else is an amazing example for the Mu'mineen? She's, she, she's unique in that nobody will ever have what she had of a test and a blessing and a miracle. Uh, but she's also a, a, a paragon of patience. And that is Maryam ibn Imran. Allati ahsanat farjaha fanafakhna fihi. Okay. Because mad preceding a Hamza is what? Four beats. Why is it that, how can we say that no one will ever have what Maryam had? Anybody by theoretically could have. There's nothing shar'an or aqlan that um, can't have it. But ulama say that when Allah specifies somebody with a mu'jiza or a karama in the Qur'an, it's specific to them. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah gives you an example of two men who had a garden. It's, it's a true story. There were two men, but he doesn't name them, right? It means that it's possible that it, this incident could happen to other people too. Okay, He names, for example, people who slept in a cave. He doesn't say who they were. It could happen to other people. But he names Maryam, alayhi salam. That means no other person it's an ishara that no other person will ever get pregnant like the way she did. If that was the case, every, pro- every person who commits zina will be saying, I'm, preg- I'm pregnant, right? And, and I, it's from Allah. Every woman will be saying it's from Allah. But it's unacceptable for any, this miracle to happen to any other person. Okay. Now, what does Allah tell us about Maryam bint Imran, Ibn Imran? So Sayyidina Jibreel came and blew into her, okay, into her stomach or her chest, some say. What is ruhina? Does it mean what does na mean here? Means our. But what kind of our? A part of Allah or something Allah owns? Many people make this mistake. I even had a hafiz of Quran who was supposedly a master's from Azhar. I could not believe what I was hearing. What kind of master's is this? He said, part of Allah is inside of every one of us. 
Because Allah says, وَنَفَخْتُ فِيهِ مِنْ رُوحِي I said, subhanAllah, I cannot believe what you're saying. You're telling me you passed tests in Azhar? You pass Aqeerah exams? No. When Allah says, His ruh, my spirit, it means one that He owns. Okay? And it is nisbat it tashrif to honor something, Allah attributes it to Himself. Okay? If you want to honor something, you attribute it to yourself. So Allah, of course, He owns everything, right? But when He tells you that it's His, that is a way to honor it, to show you how valuable it is. Okay? So that nisbah is not the tab'id, it's not part of Him. He took part of Himself and put it inside of Adam, took part of Himself and put it inside of uh, uh, Sayyidah Maryam. No. Hadha kufr kulluhu, right? Kufr, I'm telling you. That Allah uh, taba'ad. Taba'ad means was made into parts. Part of him here, part of him there. What is this? When Allah ahad was summoned, he is one in himself. And he's summoned. He has no needs. Okay? Independent, completely. So, ruhina here means our spirit tashrifan li Sayyidina Isa. As an honor for Sayyidina Isa, Allah attributes his our soul. That soul that we created, but it's special. It's not like every other creation. Okay. Uh, Different riwayat here. وَقَرَأَ الْآخَرُونَ وَكِتَابِهِ عَلَى التَّوْحِيدِ وَالْمُرَادِ مِنْهُ الْكَثْرَةُ أَيْضًا أو أَرَادَ بِكُتُبِهِ الْكُتُبَ الَّتِي أُنْزِلَتْ عَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمُ وَمُوسَ وَدَاوُدُ وَعِيسَى عَلَيْهِمْ السَّلَامُ She was one of the few people okay, that believed in all of the books because the most of the Bani Israel rejected Sayyidina Isa ibn Maryam. When they rejected Sayyidina Isa ibn Maryam, they were punished. One generation, 100 years later, after they rejected Isa bin Maryam, what happened to them? Never heard about this? Bar Kokba. Ever heard of Bar Kokba? Ooh. Bar Kokba. He claimed to be the Messiah. And he gathered a band of youth and they killed some of the Romans who were the consul's that were colonizing Judea. And then, so the consul gathered all the, all the Romans, and they, the Jews, Bar Kokhba, was, they were so inspired by this so-called Messiah, he was able to gather half a million Jews. And they killed all of the Romans. All of them. In, in Judea. Like the governor, the soldiers, everything. Look it up. Bar Kokhba. Okay. The Bar Kokhba revolt. And who was the Roman emperor at the time? Hadrian. Okay. Put, separate between Bar and Kokhba. Bar is one word and Kokhba is another word. Yes, the Bar Kokhba revolt. Okay. So Hadrian went nuts. Adrian was the uh, 
was the Roman emperor at the time. And he sent 12 legions. And these 12 legions had orders. Not one Jew remains. Not one. They went around. The only Jews that survived were those who like hid and ran for their lives. This was 100 years after the passing or the, the end of the mission. Let's call it that because he was obviously Sayyidina Isa was raised. Right? Of Sayyidina Isa bin Maryam. So Bar Kokhba, when I first read about it, I didn't know when it happened. And I wondered, why didn't they get the tawfiq from Allah? Then I realized they had actually uh, made bin kufar at this point. So they didn't get any tawfiq. Right? They followed the wrong Messiah. They should have followed Sayyidina Isa. They followed Simon Bar Kokhba. And then Hadrian comes in and cleans up shop. So that was the Roman genocide of the Jews. Germans are not the only ones who had a genocide uh, against the Jews, right? Simon Bar Kokhba uh, fought, picked this fight against Hadrian, and Hadrian finished it, okay? With a over 3 million, probably, Jews were killed. Because if the soldiers were half a million, right? Now, what's the, what's the percentage of population between kids, women, elderly, and non-combatants and soldiers? What's the ratio, you think, right? If it's a one to five ratio, right? That's 2.5 million people right there. Three million. That's three million people. If it's a one to five ratio or something like that, right? It's like three million people. So that's like probably not, not so far off as the Holocaust. Right, especially in the old times when you had to run around in horses and commit these crimes and killing and all these things. <sighs> Wasn't pretty, I'm sure. Okay. Next. وَكَانَتْ مِنَ الْقَانِتِينَ she was from the Qanitin. She was obedient. She prayed. She followed every rule that came down. She, why does rule following important? It's to show that we follow God's will over our own will. That's why, rule, that's why rules are there. Rules are the beginning of spirituality. To show I am upon, I am transforming myself. I'm upon God's will over my own will. I want to do this. God said, don't do it. Do this. It doesn't even matter what it is. You know that? What matters is that God said, do this. Okay? And he did. You do. It literally, you don't have to find a reason for it. Okay? The key is simply to follow God's will over your own will. We're just lucky that most, 90% of the interactional laws, they have a reason behind them. But they didn't have to be that way. You know, Allah could have said something like, uh, on Tuesday, never wear red. Right? Any shade of red on Tuesday but it, it, absolutely no social function no wisdom nothing you still find benefit because you're you're following God's will over your will that's how simple it is but we're lucky we're fortunate that Allah Ta'ala never tests us with such a thing except some minor thing right like don't wear silk does that affect anyone's real life no not at all but it's a test there is by the way there is actually maybe a reason for that the Romans also did not allow men to wear silk because it makes them soft but let's say gold. I think we're the only religion where men can't wear gold. Why did Allah prohibit us from wearing gold? 
there's no reason. Some people say it's good for the economy. If half the people, if everyone's storing gold as jewelry, that's a lot of gold. Some people say that. But we, we never know this, right? What is that? What in the world? Who, what kind of devil is that? Yo, some of these people look like... What? This guy, uh, Lil, Little Uzi, what is wrong with this individual? He looks like a demon. He's actually implanted jewels in his head. Uh, is he known? The guy's in Iblis, though. He looks like an Iblis. He looks like Iblis. He embedded a 10-carat diamond into his forehead. He's got a massive Hindu dot now, right? And that's permanent, I guess? Uh, people are messed up. It's a clown world, folks. It's a clown world. وَقَالَ عَطَاءَ مِنَ الْقَانِتِينَ أي من المصلين ويجوز أن يريد يجوز أن يريد بالقانتين رهطها وعشيرتها فإنهم كانوا أهل صلاح مطيعين لله. So what is he saying here? Her whole group. She's the wife of the king, right? So she has an entourage. She has servants. They all enter Islam with her. Okay. That's what one one saying. وروينا عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال حسبك من نساء العالمين مريم بنت عمران وخديجة بنت خويلد وفاطمة بنت محمد وآسيا امرأة فرعون It's enough for the world In other words it's, it's an expression saying how excellent they were مريم خديجة فاطمة آسيا سبحان الله And that's the end of the tafsir of Surah Al-Tahrim We're learning here from Imam Al-Baghlis This is one of the best Tafsir to read, and we'll put the bookmark for the next tafsir, which is Surah Al-Talaq. Uh, right, uh, do you mind passing me the Arabic grammar book? The that new one. All right, let's um, see what 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 else we got. Atik Rahman, not wearing silk affects that one brother with luscious curls. Yes, for sure. Silk pillows. Because you know that not wearing silk, you're also not allowed to lay down on silk, to sit on silk, all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. SubhanAllah. If it's on the bed, you can only lay down on it if your wife is laying down on it. Okay. You guys know what kana wa akhawatuha are? Huh? Kana wa akhawatuha. All right, test for you. What does it do? Good. Khabar. So every the 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 nonverbal sentences in Arabic, in English we call them the sentences just have helping verbs like is or are, has an ism, and a khabar. Right? A mubtada and a khabar, sorry. Kana leaves the mubtada alone, but it impacts the khabar. It gives nasb to the khabar. And is tarfa'u al-isma wa tansibu al-khabar. Okay? 
كان وأصبح وأضحى وظل وأمسى وبات وصار وما زال وما برح وما فك وما فتئ وما دام وليس okay, so you'd say أصبح علي مسافرا أصبح علي مسافرا علي woke up this morning in other words in the morning he became a traveler أصبح علي مسافرا وكان الله غفورا رحيما so كان وأصبح وأمس وأضحى وظل وبات وصار and all those ما فتح وما برح وما دام and, and ليس they impact the خبر not the مبتدأ the predicate and not the subject okay let's now go to comments and questions okay what do we got here I think it was the boxer Marvin Hagler who said something about it being difficult to get up and fight with silk pajamas. SubhanAllah. Um, the best way to train fighting for fighting and combat and sports and all that is in bad facilities. You ever hear that concept, Roy? Yeah, I've heard in the eight that people like boxers hunting underwater and stuff like that. Yeah, and also grimy facilities. Like generally like, not like some fancy posh facility because the grimy facility it makes your personality grimy it makes your personality like um, huh yeah like rocky uh, it makes your your personality rough around the edges I believe that a personality should be a little bit of uh, um, rough around the edges in the sense that you should be told what to do sometime you're not special I, I see these kids they get tested with one little thing right they may get tested with one little thing, like they, they fell and got her emotional, spiritual crisis. I'd be saying, wait a second, Habibi, you're not special. You're just a person, right? You need to be told you're not special. And sometimes, you need to have a little bit of roughness around yourself so that you can handle the things of life. So what? Are you special or something? Okay, what else we got here? NJ Steel, come during Ramadan. Last 10 nights, you don't even have to worry about a place to sleep. Who here wants to spend the Atikaf at MBSC last 10 nights? It is something else. Right, were you with us last 10 nights or you went to Medina? Oh man, subhanAllah. Last 10 nights with us, is, it's fun. It is special. So right after, ta- firstly, you stay for the whole Tarawih. Okay. And sometimes people take a break after 8 or 10 rakas. Take a breather. Come back. After 20 rakas, we take a breather. Maybe 15, 20 minutes. We have a store. People buy stuff, right? Some table might be out there with tea. Then we sit for remembrance of Allah again. We have a one-hour remembrance of Allah followed by a short talk. Then we unwind properly. And the food comes in. The junk. The fried chicken. The everything that you don't eat regularly because you're healthy but now you're fasting. It's all on. We put out a mat. It's all on. Some people, they go out, they drive out, they come back with the khairat. Skittles. Ice cream. Fried chicken. Coke. Everything you can imagine. On Fridays and Saturdays, the kids stay. So sometimes we get ice cream for everybody. Right? 
because you know one brother used to go to the the what is it the quick check and literally empty the freezer all the ice cream must must spend like 50 bucks 100 bucks snickers ice cream uh, reese's ice cream all the ice cream bars yeah and come out give them to the kids then the kids would be jumping they're all hyper right then we take a breather and we rest up a little bit and then it's time for qiyam and the imam comes out again and he prays qiyam with the people and then that goes for about half hour and then after that the sahur comes out i don't know what we're going to do this year but now it's like this is like the first year yeah not prevented by uh covid time 100% zero covid yes and and it was um this thing is because of the desi yoon that we have here they cannot eat normal people's food for sahur it has to be the meat with the ginger and the curries and the rotis and whatever they're called. Or, huh? Yeah. All that acid that's... Uh, that rotis that are coming down here, then when you sleep, it's going to come right back up and cause you a burn. But I'm immune to this stuff now. Live so long with, uh, with those habits. Alas. So they bring out the real food. And then you stop. We stop at 18 degrees. But we don't tell anyone else to stop. I just personally stop at 18 degrees, go make wudu, sit in the musalla, wait for fajr. And then for fajr is called, uh, right before the then for fajr, we sing some burda. Qari Zahid gets up and does a little bit of the burda. Praise of the Prophet ﷺ. Without the Messenger, would we have this ni'mah of Ramadan? No. So, no, what's that? I need it. Who wrote it? Busayri? Oh, the original Burda. Oh, San Hajjabi, okay. Okay. And then the Adhan is called Fajr, after Fajr, Wirj Latif, and Yasin. And then we we go home after that. Pass out. It's like 7 o'clock by 6 o'clock by then. Okay. So if anyone wants to come, you come here, you get to stay in the masjid. We have a shower in the masjid. You can do Atikaf. Should be a good time. Okay. MJ Steele, uh, you want to volunteer? You're in Sayreville. You don't have much time to drive after Iftar. So if you want to help out, you may be able to help out on the weekends uh, at the end part of the program. Okay. How can we f- contribute to feeding the Mu'atakifin? I mean, you could send us um, money in PayPal and we can just, you, you need to say in caps lock for the Mu'atakifin and we'll shift it over like that. Or you go to mbic.org, better yet, mbic.org, put a general donation and then in the comment section put for the Mu'atakifin. Okay. Othman was there. Right? Othman was there. Uh Reed, we do this on Fridays and we, we stay up all night Fridays and Saturdays. But 
the program continues to fajr with suhoor only in the last 10 nights. Okay, so Friday and Saturday, we stay on for a long program into the middle of the night, but there's no suhoor and no qiyam. Only on the last 10 nights. We have suhoor, we have the program, then we have a chill session, and Uthman's got some other plans too, right? Oh, he's got other plans. Uh, status for sisters atikaf. Yes, they have sisters atikaf too. Okay, because truth of the matter is, last ten night in the nighttime, no one sleeps anyway. People sleep in the day, but there is a back room for sisters atikaf that no brothers are allowed to go. All Ramadan, the brothers are not allowed to go to the back room. Okay, but the uh, I was saying, Othman's got some other stuff planned. He's going to bring his guests. Othman's going to set up stuff. We're going to, after like we do our um, session after Tarawih on Friday and Saturday, go out to Imam Safwan's, go out to different masajid, different places, and meet up those Imams and have like good suhbah with them. Uh, Hindwind Organics is saying, change the junk with organics, organic alternatives to all that. Get me the organic stuff. We'll. In Ramadan, at that time, in the last 10 nights, we're basically eating anything. Yeah, we will eat whatever is put there. So, you want to put organic stuff? Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Is this, is this chicken farm, uh, grass-fed? <laughs> farm and grass-fed? <laughs> I won't eat it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In uh, musings, are kids allowed? Middle schools, yes, they are. And we, we actually recommend them. Okay. We recommend them because they change, they transform. The kids transform. The kids totally. Question He says, Chocolate Walla. Chocolate Walla's really got to get organic. I hope it's organic chocolate. I'm all for organic, but you got to bring it to me. I don't know where to get this stuff. I had read somewhere that Hujjat al Islam al Ghazali had differed in general, in the general concept of Kesp. Is this true? Anonymous says, can we please pray for our President Erdogan to win the election? We are worried the secularists will win and ruin. I am generally going to support the person who is closer to Islam than not. I don't know the details of what's going on there, but generally I would support the one who is closer to Dean than not as my leader of my country. If I had a country, I don't would not personally put my name next to anybody but if i had to support somebody clearly i'm going to support the one who has more taqwa than the other even if you know all other things being generally the same competence wise right what time is madiki fiqh today madiki fiqh is all right so 5 30 we're going to go from 5 30 to what what do we do 6.40 and then we're going to that's the youth class then at 7 o'clock we'll pray Maghrib 7.30 is going to be Malik Fiqh by the way today's today's men's night age 30 and up guys 30 maybe what is it 35 and up or 30 and up huh 25 25 and up and then by the way Sheikh Rajab Shenturk is coming to the masjid too did you see, get the message with that he's in his son because he's in town because his son lives here 
A brother who has lost his job is worried about what's going to happen. What should he be told? Okay. Be, be a have taqwa wake up very early start looking for jobs and recite la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min over and over and over all day non-stop but you wake up very early and you start looking for jobs okay because it is because distributed in the day mini star says what can one do for their non-muslim parent who has passed away it's a very tough situation and a tough answer for me to give, but I have to give you the answer, which is that there is nothing you can do for them. We're not allowed to make du'a for someone who is not a Muslim. Okay? Organic chocolates, says chocolate wall, contain lead these days. Lead? Lead? How did lead get into the chocolate? Uthman Qureshi says, What's the tool next to Othman's name? What What is that tool? A, a wrench? Uh, he says, it's not true. Imam Sanusi said there's a lot of false transmissions attributed to some of the Ash'ari Imams on the concept of Kesp. So that's the answer for you. What is Kesp? It is the to, uh, our making of an intention for uh, after which Allah Ta'ala creates for us our actions. Aftab Ahmad says, Can you recommend a book on Sayyidina Ali? Well, you can get the Sunni version of the Azhari printed Sunni version of um, uh, SubhanAllah. His book, the, 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 the main, the famous collection, SubhanAllah. I can't believe it's skipping my mind right now. I haven't read it in a long time. What's Sayyidina Ali's main book? Like, subhanAllah, it's skipping my mind. I can't believe it. I have it on my shelf. Um, book from Sayyidina Ali gets Ali, uh, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> no, not that one. Keep going down. What is that one that starts with the N? Nahjul Balagha. Nahjul Balagha. Nahjul Balagha. They get the Sunni version of that. What does it mean the shaitan are locked up in Ramadan? That means you can only blame your ego, your nafs, when you commit sins now. Because shaitan is locked up. That's the whole point of shaitan being locked up. You can only blame your nafs. Can you outline a good routine of proper nutrition during Ramadan? Let me make it very simple for you. Let me break it down for you. Drink a lot of water. In, during iftar time exercise exercise while fasting you will shred your fat if you exercise while fasting okay anytime in the day end of the day beginning of the day doesn't matter I've tried it before you, your body will adjust and will start using your fat deposits for energy but if you get lazy and try to sleep through the whole ramadan and no you can't do anything you make your thing your situation gets worse okay it gets worse so don't do that so drink a lot during during the uh iftar time 
or the, the nighttime, I should say, and exercise in the daytime. It could be as simple as long walks, like really long walks, really long walks, right? Or it could be some running, or it could be some push-ups, or it could be some sit-ups, or whatever it is, okay? You don't have to be like pouring sweat. That's not a smart idea, but you've moved. You've got to exercise. It's, I'm saying this not as like a religious advice, obviously. It just happens to be a good habit. A person here says, my husband is not speaking with my mom. Haram for him to do that. You know that you have to treat your mother-in-law like your mom. Your stepmom like your mom. Your older sister like your mom. You're not allowed to upset them and anger them. And you're not allowed to treat them like this. So you have to ask your husband, uh, you know, to stop committing sins. What are you allowed to do? You're allowed to avoid harm. You're not allowed to cut someone off in a way that they feel that they're getting cut off, right? Like you've made it like a clear thing and everyone feels it. No. Someone wants to start waking up for tahajjud but finds it difficult. There's two things. There's a spiritual advice and there is a practical advice. The practical advice is, is sleep early, okay? What if you had to catch a flight at 5 a.m.? There are flights that go out at 5 a.m. What if you had to catch a flight at 5 a.m.? Right? Sleep early. 5 a.m. means waking up at like 3 a.m., 2.30 a.m. Sleep early. That's the first thing. But secondly, tahajjud is something special. You have to earn it in the daytime. Make a lot of istighfar and ibadah in the daytime. Okay? A lot of uh, ibadah istighfar in the daytime so that you will be your heart will be clear and able to receive the wake up calls get up at night last four ayahs of surah al-kahf that's from the tajrib mujarabat of the salihin the tried and tested techniques of the salihin to wake up for tahajjud is to uh, recite the last four ayahs of surah al-kahf Uthman Quraysh says, likewise, translators make mistakes on kas because some words such as ta'thir, effect, can be used both in a technical meaning and a figure of speech in the same paragraph. Okay. All right, sign up for ArcView classes. Go to arcview.org. Arcview.org. Today is a day for Maliki Fiqh. Yesterday was Hanafi fiqh, tomorrow is Shafi fiqh, and Thursday, you should guess it, Hanbali fiqh, correct. Okay, I don't pray wits at night, which forces me to wake up 20 minutes before fetch, good. What are the views on the muka'ab being built? I'm already shadow banned from YouTube, I don't want to get permanently banned from Mecca. I fear it, I more important for me to be able to access Mecca. And I'm telling you, they will stop people. And they're, they've got files on everybody. Right? They got files. If you bother them, you, if you are influential, alhamdulillah, we're not really influential. This is a small little podcast. Not like Yasser Qadi. Influential, right? That's why I like to keep a low profile. Better to keep a low profile and stay out of the crosshairs of these people. Okay. 
Okay, let's see what else we got here. Since we're talking so much about Kesp, why don't we look it up in Joharat al-Tawheed, which is right in front of us. Joharat al-Tawheed. Hashiyat al-Bayjuri ala Joharat al-Tawheed, ya jamaat al-Khair. They don't believe in indexes here. In 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 in, in indexes here. You got the book, right? Hmm. Bejuri, ala taftezani. All right, you pull it up from there. Why I so I don't leave the Jamaa here hanging. Yeah. Bilal Khan had the opportunity to pray with you here on Nisf Shaban and loved it, mashallah. And that was a, a, like a light, uh, that was a light evening. Ask me. Did you attend the dhikr after the salah when everyone left? Anza Jama'ah says, her first Muhammad Masood making a comeback after years or months. And then went up to Spain. And now 46,000 feet up in the sky. Where? Going back to England, I'm sure. What's the Islamic definition of death? It simply is a transition from this world to a barzakh, a middle ground, before going to the resurrection. Okay. All right. Visiting UK is on the table. I'll let you know when. I'll let you know when. Okay. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Islamic content says F.D. Ar-Razi said his inclinations to spiritual delights come as a result of short-lived epiphanies that dissipate with the least of causes. Who is he talking about? This means someone's spirituality is weak. Okay. I don't know who you're talking about, but uh, that's weak. Do women have to treat their mother-in-law like their mom? Yes. When we say like their mom, in the meaning of not upsetting them, not hurting their feelings, right? Should not hurt their feelings, should not upset them. That's the meaning of that. Apparently, says Ministar, it's recommended to exercise just before if taught. A lot of people talk about that. Okay. Luqman al-Andalusi has written a book called The Virtues of Ali ibn Abi Talib. Ahmed W. says there's a concerted effort from Salafis to claim al-Ghazali and Nawi and other great imams. It is impossible uh, to claim them, on, uh, uh, like he said, the, the Tawbah on the deathbed, which nobody can verify. But um, it's impossible because all over Imam and Nawi's Sharh of Muslim is Tanzi. Uh, Tenzi, all over. He doesn't make much ta'wil, but he does definitely make Tenzi. Okay. 
Tanzeeh means anytime that there's an ayah that makes it sound like Allah Ta'ala is moving in the sky or in a location, he explains that, that it is not that. And he makes ta'weed sometimes, that it is his his command that comes down or his, let me just read you even one that I saved on my phone for recently. You know, when I see these things, I save them right away. Okay. He says here that, Emma kanafuhu, that this is about when Abd comes on the day of judgment and Allah puts a, be- a veil down and it's only him and Allah Ta'ala with no interpreter and nobody's watching. Right. He says, Emma kanafuhu. Okay. Or kenafahu, huwasitruhu. It is his sitr. It is that nobody can see what is happening, and his protection. Afuhu. That's ta'wil. Wal muradu biddunu huna, and that Allah draws him near to him. The meaning of dunu here, okay, is his karama, meaning his being generous to him. Wa'ihsan. La dunuwa masafa, not the nearness of distance. Wallahu ta'ala munazzahun anil masafati wal qurb. Allah ta'ala is wa qurbiha, is munazza from having distances between him and anything else. Okay. Afifa is life, says, or Afifa's life, says. What is the best advice you can give someone who's struggling to trust Allah's plan? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. All I can tell you when it comes to these things is have a very good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and be someone who has the quality of perseverance. And think a lot about the quality of perseverance and, and persistence and and sabr and then Get busy with what you can do. Sometimes, I think it happens to all of us, you catch yourself being down about yourself. And you got to get out of that real quick. You got to get into that optimistic mode and you got to start acting. Now, why do I say you got to get in the optimistic mode first? And sometimes you just have to sort of play a mental reel in your mind of what is it that you're asking Allah for. You have to get into that mentality, that mind, uh, that that mind control. You got to control your mind, okay, and never let yourself go into that downward spiral. And always keep yourself up, right? Thinking about what is it that what would be the ideal that Allah, if you could have a blank piece of paper, what would you put on that? And then you got to have that in your head. You can you feel. All that concern goes away and that happiness comes in, right? That's when you can act. You can't act when you're miserable, when you're down and out. You can act when you're feeling better about yourselves. And that's what we call husna dhanna billah. Husna dhanna billah. Good opinion of Allah's plan. And 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 tafa'ul. Uh, have optimism that Allah will make it happen for you. Believe that Allah will make it happen for you. And then... When you have that feeling, then you could act. You'll find yourself seeing opportunities to act. Are siblings supposed to treat their older sister like a mother? Yes, if she can take care of them. Yes. If she has if she's like that much older than that, yes. Okay. 
see jay perez never gets notifications you you've subscribed and you've notified or whatever and um signed up for notifications and he doesn't get them they're shadow banning us i'd say it's your platform you shadow ban whoever you want kick me off the platform allah give me something else you think they're the ones who uh, are in charge they're not but as long as it's working here alhamdulillah let's use it okay You should talk about Pakistan for affairs of the Ummah. What about Pakistan? Man, if the Pakistanis treat me like the Afghan, some of these Afghanis, then I'm cooked. I didn't know what's going on in Afghanistan. Apparently that was like um, extremely offensive, which I know in general what's going on, but I don't know the specifics. And that was apparently extremely offensive. I don't find that offensive. We care about the Ummah in general. You're not always going to know every specific detail. And I'm, there is no support. I've said it a million times. There is no group that has no person or political party that has my affiliation, that I affiliate myself with, I should say. But in general, if I have a choice between someone far from Allah and someone who has taqwa, I'm going to go with the person who has taqwa. But that doesn't mean I support them in everything they do. And it should be known. If you're a teacher of fiqh, if the people do something that is haram, we're against it. They do something that's halal, it's up to them. If they do something that is mashru'a and recommended, then we support it. That's how simple it is. should be by the book. We can afford to be by the book because we're not politicians. Are there proofs for the oneness of Allah? Yes. The fact that all of the Systems of the universe, of the world, are in harmony with one another. So, water in the rivers and the seas evaporates, goes up in the air, gets purified, comes down as rain, right, somewhere else. It's like a transfer system. It's a transfer and purification system, right? It evaporates from the sea, evaporates from water, uh, other water sources in the earth, goes up in the air, gets purified in the air gets moved by the clouds and rains somewhere else okay that tree that comes out of the rain takes in co2 and pumps out oxygen what does a human do exhales co2 inhales oxygen like humans and trees are made like this what is the what what intakes the oxygen and releases the co2 the lungs look at the lungs they look exactly like trees right it's like the tree and the human whoever made them these two things were made for each other, the tree and the human, okay? Like, wherever you go and look around the creation, you find harmony, perfect harmony. This trip to the UK is now, it's just planning phase, but it's, it's nothing concrete has been made. It's just, it could happen, could not happen, but it's, it's... Uh, You know, we're planning it, so I, I I will definitely be the first one to announce it. Uh, Bilal Saqibi says, "How to improve problem solving and skills, uh, problem solving skills and communication skills." I really don't have an answer for you. That's any good, to be honest with you. I haven't thought about it. Let me think about it. Problem solving skills and. Let me think about them. 
In the meantime, Enza Jama'a says, also asks how is punishment of the grave of purification if we can't correct ourselves. It's a purification. You have sins. You have deficits. Pain erases your deficits. Uh, just because we can't take action does not mean we don't develop and transform in the barzakh. You will transform. You transform in the barzakh. Okay? You just can't take actions. You can't add anything to your book of deeds anymore. But you can be transformed. Okay? You can be transformed. Yeram Shakir says you can take classes to improve communication skills. Take classes in these things. Take those classes with a cup of chai is even better for you. So Hail Tariq says, when are you traveling to the UK? Yeah, we're gonna we're working on that. If anything, it'll be end of uh, last week of May. My young children, says Jay Perez, pray willfully at the age of eight and ten. That must mean there's a good example in the house. There's no other explanation for that. Any further advice on increasing the Ramadan mood? Yeah, for children, you always have to create a mood. He's right about that. You got to create a mood. What kind of mood? You know, house could look different. You can have a dedicated prayer area, right? Whereas maybe in the past, you just pray in the living room or whatever, right? But now maybe you want to have a, a dedicated prayer area. Okay. Here, you want to look here, right? Check this book. Check this book. He gives you... Um, here. Right here. He gives you the Maldua and the page. There. How do you deal with Westwasa? Oh, let me go back to Jay Perez's question. You can ask other people about this, but sometimes you have like a dedicated area for Salah. You got to get the mood. You got to bring in the food that you tend to eat in Ramadan, like tamar, dates, milk, yogurt. Okay. Uh, Othman has looked it up. He says Kesp is on line 48 of the Johar. Yeah. Uthman, what about Okay. Next question from Happy Lifestyle says How should one deal with Weswasa? About Tawheed, dhikri la ilaha illallah should eliminate waswasa. And much recitation of qul Allahu ahad, okay, should eliminate waswasa. Question, says Slave King, a hadith says Allah will come in one form to the Jews and the Christians on Judgment Day and they will say this is not our Lord. Then he will appear in another form and they, say, this is, they will say this is him. I know what you're talking about. Um, but I, I can't comment that until I read that hadith myself directly and also read the shuruhats of it. Okay. Suhail Tariq says his drive has become better since he learned about nothing but facts live stream. It's good to hear that. Now, if that's the case, then go to patreon.com slash Society. That's how you can support the live stream. Patreon.com slash Safina Society. If you have eye issues, you can go to OceanRetina.com and get your eyes fixed. Okay. My eldest sister 
is 11 years older than me, she practically raised me and calls me beta. That she's the beta version, basically, of the family, essentially. Okay? You're the, you're the experimental. Right? Who's the, what's the real thing, then? So, um, that's why it's, 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 uh, the older sisters got to be treated like that. Can you please answer my question on Lord Markham? I have to attend House of Lords on Monday. Who, right? Look up for us. Who in the world is Lord Markham? Yeah. Markle? What's her name? Meghan Markle? Is that her name? Meghan Markle. This has nothing to do with Lord Markham. Markham with a K-H-A-M. But Meghan Markle is that complainer. Whines about everything. Married to a prince, wines. Unbelievable. Isn't that her name, Meghan Markle? She married the prince. You married the prince. Okay? And still whining. Okay, who is this Lord Markham? What's his deal exactly, right? You looked looked that up while I read this question. Tavia says, getting all sorts of questions, business, diet, sleep, job, marriage advice, parenting. Hey, I don't want to be a fraud and answer some of these questions. If I don't know, I'm just going to tell you I don't know. Uh, what's the best suhoor to eat? I can't tell you. I mean, every stomach is different, to be quite honest with you. Some people's stomachs are powerful. They could take anything. Some of these desi diet, if you're used to that, you eat anything you want, right, for suhoor. At any hour of the day, you'll be fine. But if you're like us, uh, and that was in some case new to you, then I would go light some food. Some yogurt, a lot of water. Okay, R- Rye, what is, uh, what is exactly this Lord Markham business? Uh, he's just like a fancy guy, I guess. He's like an executive dude, maybe. And he's the Department of Health and Social Care Secretary of State. You see the... the, the, the um, UK politics are confusing. London politics. Well, not only that, it's the, they got these amazing titles. And then you see a guy, is just like Fred, right? Yeah. Like, amazing titles. Lord of Markham. And then he's got a badge and a cross and all that stuff. And then you look at him. He's like a regular dude. Right? Go down to the Times. Health Minister Lord Markham. Is that her? Is it a guy or a girl? Okay. Mass Q, regarding gangsters, was serious yesterday. My neighborhood, my neighbor's land got taken by gangsters. How do I get other gangsters to take them out? You know who has gangsters? The Brailvies. Ask Abu Leith. They're the ones who invaded his home. So go to Birmingham, knock around, ask for the Brailvies. They got some Brailvie gangsters that could take care of business. They went and took care of business on... uh, with Abu Leith. Okay. Learning Adab says beta as in child, not beta version. Okay. That's what she means. Okay. Please keep a backup of the live stream in case they're deleted by YouTube. Yeah, we're going to put them on uh, Spotify eventually. We transfer that to one. Yeah, no, we'll help with that, inshallah. 
Yeah, uh, Uthman says the nice thing about this book, Tuhfat al-Murid, is that it gives you the uh, masail, but without excess, there's not much, you know. Yeah, I, I really like this. Kasb al-Abd, let's read this. واختلاف المذاهب فيه Okay, he says. وعندنا للعبد كسب كلفا ولم يكن مؤثرا فلتعرفا. With us, the abd has kasb. Okay. Okay. What? ولم يكن مؤثرا فلتعرفا. The Jabriya and the Mu'tazila are the ones who are answering to this. وَقَدْ أَشَارَ الْمُصَنِّفُ فِي الْمَتْنِ إِلَىٰ أَنَّ فِي هَذِهِ الْمَسْأَلَةِ ثَلَاثَةُ مَذَاهِبِ There are three madhabs in this issue of intending something and then doing something. Who, how do we understand that? مذهب أهل السنة وهو أنه ليس للعبد في أفعاله الاختيارية إلا الكسب When you take an action, according to Ahl al-Sunnah, your portion of the action is called kasb, and it is like the intent. And then Allah creates the action because Allah says, خَلَقَكُمْ وَمَا تَعْمَلُونَ فَلَيْسَ مَجْبُورًا كَمَا تَقُولُ الْجَبْرِيَّةِ The Jabriya were people who said that you have no choice. You're forced into it. وَلَيْسَ خَالِقًا لَهَا كَمَا تَقُولُ الْمُعْتَزِلَةُ and the Mu'tazila say, no, you are the creator of your own actions. We say, no, you make the intent. That's called kasb. Then if Allah gives you tawfiq, he creates the action for you. Well, I shouldn't say tawfiq because tawfiq means the action is good. Okay? I see all your questions on Insta. I'll get there. The Jabriya said, no, no, you have kasb, you are majbur, you're forced. Like you are forced, you're just doing what you're, what is, what you're, you're just forced. Okay? Like a feather in the wind. Okay? The wind blows it as it wishes. That's what the Jabriya says. هو أن العبد خالق لأفعاله الاختيارية بقدرة خلقها بقدرة خلقها الله فيه. Allah has created a power in you, and you therefore create your actions. لا غير مقبول. بقدرة خلقها الله فيه. Okay, now look. There's two ways. If you say that the person has power, that's kufr. If you say Allah put the power in him. Then that's bid'ah. Mufassiqa. So because they said, لِقَوْلِهِمْ بِقُدْرَةٍ خَلَقَهَ اللَّهُ فِي لَمْ يَكْفُرُوا عَلَى الْأَصْحَةِ And that's also found in Dardir's work on Aqeedah. Okay. That it's called in his book, الْقُوَّةُ الْمُودَعَةِ The power placed in you, that's kufr. Uh, that's bid'ah. To say that, oh, Allah placed power in me and I have power now. We say, no, that's not even true either. Okay. Of course, if you said the thing has power in and of itself, that's kufr. فَالْجَبْرِيَ أَفْرَطُوا وَالْمُعْتَزِلَةُ أَفَرَّطُوا The Jabriya decreased and the Mu'tazila overdid it. وَتَوَسَّطَ أَهْلُ السُنَّةِ 
and Ahlul Sunnah were in the middle because they balanced both texts of the Quran. Allah says, He created you and what you do. And He said about the human being, Right? So it's exact in accord with the Quran. Okay. So the Madhab Ahl Sunnah is as if to say, we have exited from between filth and blood, pure milk. This is what Allah says about the animals, that like there's an organ that's full of blood, another organ full of filth, and the milk, pure milk, comes between them. فَإِنْ قِيلَ قَدْ قَامَ الْبُرْهَانُ عَلَى وُجُوبِ اسْتِقْلَالِهِ تَعَالَ بِالْأَفْعَالِ We know that Allah Ta'ala, the, the evidence has been established that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is the creator of the af'at. وَالْمَقْدُورُ الْوَاحِدُ لَا يَدْخُلُ تَحْتَ قُدْرَتَيْنِ كَمَا يَسْتَلْزِمُهُ إِثْبَاتُكُمْ لِلْعَبْدِ كَسْبًا أُجِيبَ بِأَنَّهُ لَمَّا ثَبَتَ بِالْبُرْهَانِ أَنَّ الْخَالِقَ هُوَ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى بِالْضَرُورَةِ أَنَّ لِقُدْرَةِ الْعَبْدِ مَدْخَلًا فِي بَعْضِ الْأَفْعَالِ كَحَرَكَةِ الْبَطْشِ دُونَ الْبَعْضِ كَحَرَكَةِ الْإِرْتِعَاشِ احتجنا في التخلص عن هذا المضيق بأن الله تعالى خالق للفعل لكن للعبد في الاختيار منه كسب okay. So he's basically they're saying that uh, the, the summary of that and I don't want to mistranslate anything of, of this here he said a number of things is that there must be further abd some input in this. Okay? How, how else are we judged or rewarded? Okay? So what the human being has is the choice and the intent. So one thing has two aspects to it. It is in the power of Allah and that it's the, the creation of it. He creates it. But it's the human being who intended it. Okay? Alright? And this, that's a side point that he says that it includes all uh, 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 creation here. وقوله كسب What is the meaning of كسب تعلق القدرة تعلق القدرة الحادثة It is the تعلق connection you can say or the stipulation of Allah's قدرة with a created being Okay وقيل هو الإرادة الحادثة and it said it is the will of the creation فإن الأمور أربعة إرادة سابقة وقدرة وفعل مقترنان وارتباط بينهما فعلى تفسير الكسب بهذا الارتباط وهو تعلق القدرة بالمقدور ليس مخلوقا Alright, this is extra, we don't need to go into this But we basically summarized it that, and we could read more of this later But it's good to take a little nebda See, that's what we call a nebda A little nugget, a little appetizer, a little bite from this wonderful book, Jawharat al-Tawheed, in Sharh al-Bayjuri out of Jawharat al-Tawheed, in which he says, the Mu'tazila say, we create all of our actions, we do it all. 
the Jabriya says, no, 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 you're forced to do anything. You have no choices on your own. The Ahl-Sunnah divide the matter and say the creation is created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the, uh, the human being possesses the desire, the will, and the intent. Okay? And that is a, the human desire and will and intent is uh, a qudra of Allah that is stipulated or connected to the will of uh, the created being. Okay. Let's see what else we have. I still do, we still don't have an answer on um, the Markham uh, issue. Okay. The Markham issue, is it, read it, Lords. Okay, so she's attending the House of Lords debate briefing with Lord Markham, the Secretary of State of Health. I have been informed that he has to be addressed as Lord in Parliament. And I'm accompanying, you know, she's like part of the advisory committee for the debate. And is that an issue? Pretend you have an accent. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and call uh, say call him Lord. Or do idram. Idram of the de- the D into the M. Just call Lord Markham, right? Lord. And the guy this is a regular guy wearing an, uh, uh suit from Marks and Spencer's. I would say Lord. Yeah. Have an accent. So that's the question. Rabbul Bait. We are allowed to say that. Yes, you are allowed to say that. Okay. Um, slave King, what question did you did you ask? Dino Palavra and Slave King, we gotta get their questions. So, Rai, could you look them up? In the meantime, I'll take Dean Adi's question, who says in verse 5 of Surah Zumr, does wrapping the night you over the day and the day over the night and the sun and the moon running a specified term have deeper symbolic meanings that you can share? Well, of course they do. First of all, is actually an indication of the roundness of the earth. Right? Because... Yukawir. It means yukawir means to it's like encircle or enwrap. Al-layl ala nahar wa nahar ala layl. Right? Yukawir. And so uh that is one indicator. The second one is that the ch- the change of the night and the day and the day of the night is so subtle that it doesn't hurt your eyes. And real changes, true changes in life they are extremely subtle like and anytime that it's it's rare to have a massive change right away like usually changes are slow it does happen death for example happens just people uh, can die suddenly and we least expect it it could happen but one of the um 
wisdoms behind this is the slow change in things. Anything, sometimes something goes too fast, it's usually not permanent. But if it happens slowly, then it, you feel like it's established in the earth. Okay? And the sun and the moon having specified term. Yes, uh, everyone's got a specified uh, a specified track. And the sharia will determine that track for us. And our own natural skills and temperaments will also help determine those tracks for us. Let's take some of these questions from Instagram while we get Slave King and Dino's question. Hijabi's wearing makeup in public in front of everybody. What's the ruling on that? No, it's Zina is not allowed. And the question is, are they hypocritical? I would say, you know, people are weak. That's what I would say. You know, uh, that people are weak and I would like to... uh, have an ethic or an attitude of saying the truth is one thing, teaching the truth is one thing, but how you treat people, it should be with the sense that there is a mercy with people, that they're slow, they're getting there, People, you hope that they're getting there. Um, we could go the harsh route, but given all the enemies that we have here, right, in, in this world that we live in here, they don't need another enemy from within to put a damper on them, make them feel guilty. We just say, Hopefully get stronger a little bit. At least they're doing something on one hand. But got to get stronger. Got to get better. Keep working at it. Um, and try to avoid sins as much as you can. Takes takes a while. Like the night doesn't become day right away. Day doesn't become night right away. It takes a while. People grow. And there's a lot of time people are in the middle. If you see someone's in the middle, they're probably in the middle. Like they have a lot of good things, but also a lot of bad things. The rat mafia says, would it be appropriate to assume punishment or reward would be unfair? Of course where where would the fairness be where where, how would the people of jannah enjoy their jannah if they were forced into it how would the people of the hellfire be just uh how would there be it be fair okay if they weren't forced into it if they were forced into it they didn't have any choice so that's that's correct and you have enough free will to be judged that's all you need to know I can be, I'm responsible for my action. You have enough people to be responsible for your action. Okay. Um, let me tell you this. Some people ask the question, how can we go to hell for someone go to hell for an eternity for only disobeying God for a short period of time, like a lifetime, one lifetime? Say, wait a second. You never bothered to ask about paradise, that question. You seem to accept the deal for paradise for that question. But secondly, what the Prophet and what the Quran is telling us, Okay, is uh, that whatever you did in this short lifetime, you would have done it forever. Okay, That's what Allah is telling us. They said, oh, let us come back and do good deeds. No, you would have continued. You would have done the same exact action. Nothing would have been different. Uh, Questioner saying there are many robberies back home. Coming and leaving the village. If I put my foot down when driving, if car goes over them, I will be accountable. I think she meant something else. Maybe she meant rabbits, that she's running over rabbits. I don't know. Many robberies are happening. If I put my village, my foot down when driving, my car will go over them. So I don't think she meant robberies. I think she meant something else. But the answer to your question is that you're not responsible 
if you kill an animal or an insect accidentally, a thief. Oh, I see. They're stopping in front of your car. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the gas. It's illegal. But she's in, in India. I got those laws there. Run them over. Now, if it's in Pakistan, I, I don't know, call the police. Don't ask me. I call the police, okay? You know this thing like in like Montana and stuff? Like, yeah. For truck drivers, on like really remote roads, they'll have someone lay down in the middle of the street, and the truck driver, they're told to run the person over. Because like when you stop, they get out and dump you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. snap. So they, they just, just run, like, them over. run them over. I never was in that situation, but if I was in that situation, I would move forward slowly, yeah. little by little by little. Until, yeah, calls bluff, basically. Until he's going to have to climb over the car. He's going to, or get out of the way. When his life is in danger, then. I just tried going around him. Huh? Maybe, maybe cross a couple lines and go around him. Yeah. Because, because the car is going to be in front of you, so you can't go straight. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit their car. You, you, you can sandwich him. Yeah, maybe. So people need, people need uh, lessons. They need to be taught lessons. <laughs> Seriously. Uh... This is a Muslim guy. I don't There's a Muslim guy. On Halloween, he took his truck because he got involved in ISIS. And he ran over and killed like 11 people in New York City. And why isn't this guy getting killed? Right? Yeah, in Islam, he would get killed. Right? Why are we... I'm looking at it from another perspective too. Why should the taxpayer pay for him to eat three, three times or two times a day? Yeah. There, there is actually, believe it or not, a, f- a theory of it for liberalism that in liberalism you should, uh, true liberalism, would you would be judged by your own law. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. Like, I, can't, I can't work out at all. It'll only work out, well, the Ottomans, you, you, when you sign up, your citizenship, you sign up with a legal category. That makes sense. Christian. You sign up as that. Now, if there's an issue between you, Right, and each group has a head, and that head deals with the the government. This is called the millet system. It's a beautiful system. You were either a Christian, a Jew, or a Muslim. Then the Christians they divided them up, but each group had one head, and he was the ruler of those people on civil matters between themselves. Right. So if the Khalifa, the Ottoman Sultan had an issue with with a Christian, he would call the Christian ruler. And say, deal with your people. Collect these people. And if the Christians had an issue amongst themselves, they ruled amongst themselves by their own law. If the Jews had an issue, they ruled amongst themselves by their own law. But then if the issue happened in public, then they were ruled by Islamic law. It's called the millet system. Yeah. Can I shake hands with non-mahram family members? Like cousins? No. Uncles, if they're by blood, yes. If it's the brother of, like, your mom or dad, and you're a female, yes. So it's a blood uncle. But a marriage uncle, no. 
uncle by your aunt's husband? What do I ought to read to protect yourself from sinister plans of non-Muslim bosses and colleagues? Hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil 450 times a day. And awrat too. Wird al-sabah. Wird al-masa' on safinside.org slash wird. Uthman is very pleased that we're reading from Johar to Tawheed. Yeah. That's what we do here. We, I got books all over here. We read a little bit every day and learn. Okay. So Rat Mafia says they work quick. They, have, they hide in bushes. They attack. And you should be armed then. You should be armed. That's the case. Okay. Hamza Azizi, the Maliki school recitation of Quran is plain and simple. When did the sing song style become prevalent and why is it overlooked? I believe it's permitted in some of the other madahib because there is a hadith about yataghanna bil Quran. Some have read that as yaghtani bil Quran to earn wealth from the Quran and others yataghanna bil Quran sing recite it beautifully and melodiously okay um sophia is asking when will you do epic stories like salah din yusuf bin tashfin well, we can get back to that no problem lost in translation says if someone cannot control passing wind due to gastrointestinal disease is it permissible to make wudu once and finish prayer or recite a quran and the answer to that is yes it is you only make wudu if you are salis it's called salis you can't control your bowels anymore. You make wudu when you intentionally go to the bathroom, and it's rec- only, and it's recommended for you to make wudu for every salah. Just every adhan, you make wudu, and then you treat it as if you have wudu. As long, of course, that you didn't intentionally go to the bathroom. I'm assuming that the salis can intentionally go to the bathroom, and they release it unintentionally. So you're only accountable for what is intentional. And then it is highly recommended for you to make wudu at the top of every event. Okay. Can a woman do atikaf at home? She can do atikaf at home and in the masjid. How would she do it? She would cordon off in a space and treat that as the masjid. And she would only go out to get food, to go to the bathroom, etc. Here is a question about the Quran. لَيْسَ عَلَيْكُمْ جُنَاحٌ أَن تَدْخُلُوا بُيُوتًا غَيْرَ مَسْكُونَةٍ فِيهَا مَتَعٌ لَكُمْ It is permitted to enter a vacant, abandoned home. وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ مَا تُبْدُونَ مَا تَكْتُمُونَ You're allowed to enter a vacant, abandoned home. Right? What's happening in the masjid tonight, says MJ. Tonight? Ooh. First, from 5.30 to 10 p.m., the masjid is busy today. From 5.30, we have the youth dhikr, youth class, till 6.10. Uh, 6.30. Which one do we go to? 6.40? 6.40. 70 minutes with the youth. Break for 20 minutes. Salat al-Aisha. Uh, sorry, Maghrib. I'll probably be going home in that break. I, I might stay. I might stay. I probably I'll stay. Take a break. Salat al-Maghrib. Maliki Fit class is online on the iPad. Sometimes people want to sit in on that, they can sit in on that. Simultaneously, Sheikh Murad will be teaching. 
What is he teaching today? Hanafi or Arabic? Hanafi fiqh. Simultaneously to that will be men's night in the back room. In the back room. Yep, at 6.30. Yep. They're going to be having wings and guys night. Because there's been ladies night for two years. And then, then guys are like, hold on a second. We also have like emotional situations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're in the back room because they got wings. It's going to bring food in there, fried food, wings, burgers. And they're like, hey, we need to make friends too, right? Sometimes we don't realize that, right? But they did. So we got 25 people signed up for that guy's night. So, yeah, it's just a social, right? And that's going to go until 8.30 or 8 o'clock or whatever, 8.30 probably. At, after Aisha, Sheikh Rajab Shanturk of Istanbul is in the area and will give a dars and a talk to the community. So, busy day at the masjid tonight. It's a big ni'mah to have a busy day. Is the Islamic lunar calendar shorter than the solar calendar? And if so, why were there 365 idols for every day in the Haram before Islam? So, the lunar calendar is 354 days. The full moons is shorter. Okay, The solar calendar is 365 days. And a quarter, 365 and a quarter days, to be exact. So the Muslims always use both. For example, what do you think you use for farming? Of course, the solar, right? You farm by the day. Even uh, calculations of Haid, for example, is by solar. It's not by the night. So certain things are calculated by solar, certain things by lunar. Why did they have 365 idols? I guess they counted it by solar. What is the best dhikr and dua for healing? I would say the recitation of the Quran and the salah at tabiyyah. The salah at tabiyyah is Allahumma salli wa sallim ala Sayyidina Muhammadin tibb al-qulubi wa dawaiha wa afiyat al-abdani wa shifaiha wa nur al-absari wa diyaiha wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin tibb al-qulubi wa dawaiha wa afiyat al-abdani wa shifaiha wa nur al-absari wa diyaiha wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa What advice can you give about shaking hands with the opposite gender when going for a job interview? It's one of those you just try to avoid it as much as you can. You Maybe you say, um, I don't shake hands for, opposite, for religious reasons. Um, I don't know what you say. Huh? Or sneeze in your hand right before. Say, oh, sorry, I'd rather not shake your hand so that I don't get germs all over you. Every time you sneeze. What's <laughs> up so, so with this guy? Every time we meet, you sneeze. <laughs> Can you invite a Turkish person to talk about Ottoman history? Yes, inshallah. Why not? Sheikhs or Sheikhai says, What is the wisdom behind having the false god mention the Quran? They were a righteous people. Okay? Allah would not mention their name if they were not righteous. They were salihin. Then they were made into idols out of just for memory's sake. And then they started like tap the idol for good luck. And then they worshipped it after that. So they were righteous people. Okay. I don't understand what North Korea, North Korean survivor 
means by uh, how can I do dhikr in dua? I don't uh, explain that one, please. Kindly explain. Adam Lodi says, I'm really confused about what I should do if I haven't made up fast from previous Ramadan. You have a few days left. You can make up some fasts. Then in the next year, you will make up those same fasts, the fasts that you owe, from last year, 1443, Ramadan 1443. You know it's Ramadan 1444 now, so 1443. And you will pay one fidya for every day that you missed. You understand? Because the penalty or the purification for delaying one year is to add a fidya on top of the qada. Make sense? Okay. They have to do it tomorrow. Ramadan prep. Yes. Let's see. Can you see if he'll come today or t- tomorrow or Monday? I'll text him. Yeah. Can you go to uh, see what Dino's question was? What is he talking about? No, not at all. Uh, Dino Palavra asking about Abu Lahab being given water every Monday. How's that kufr? He's still in... This is how much water he gets, right? And he's still in punishment, so it doesn't decrease. There's no decrease at all. Are we streaming during Ramadan? Yes, we are streaming. Shortened, slightly shortened. We stream from 1 o'clock to about 2.30. Slightly shortened. If we run out of energy. But if we're fine, we go normally. And we're not streaming in the last 10 nights. We're busy in the last 10 nights. If a person is missing for a number of years and never found, would such a person get a janazah if assumed dead? How does it work? Um, if it's a wife, she has the option to report the person missing and that I'm not being sustained anymore or maintained financially or protected or being given my womenly rights of intimacy. And the judge will pronounce the divorce on the spot. However, his wealth will not be given out or he will not be treated as dead yet. He's treated as dead when his age reaches 70. Then we treat him as dead. So there's the question of divorce and there's a question of um, inheritance. And that's how it works. This is called Mas'alat al-Mafqood fil-Fiqh. You want to look it up? Let's look it up. Here, I got it here. Amrusi should have it. Al-Mafqood. And it's going to come in the chapter of Talaq. Talaq. Okay. Mas'alat al-Mafqood. 
وزوجة المفقود page 120 سهلة جدا الرحمن الرحيم what, you, what book are you looking at right وزوجة المفقود في بلاد الإسلام تعتد كالوفاة she does the idda of wafa by the way what's her idda the idda of death what is the idda of death four months and ten days بعد أن يضرب له الأجل أربع سنين أو سنتان للعبد and that is after she waits four years that's by the way that's if she's not complaining if she's complaining, she can complain right away. Oh, I've been abandoned. That's she's abandoned now. Okay, but if he's missing, then and she wants to wait for him, she waits four years. After four years, she does the idda of wafa. Okay, okay, and by, that's why he says here indamat nafaqatuha. If her nafaqa remains, that means she has money, she's spending, she's fine. If she complains that I'm not being taken care of, she can get the divorce right away by, by the judge. And in the absence of a judge, the imam of the mosque can pronounce the divorce. Now, if she doesn't have that, uh, if she does have the nafaqa, she can wait. And she wants to wait for her husband. She waits four years, then she does the idda of wafa. Okay? okay? And it counts as a talaq. Because let's say he comes back and they remarry. Counts that they have one talaq between them. يَتَحَقَّقُ بِدُخُولِ الثَّانِي وَفِي الْمُعْتَرَكِ بَيْنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ Okay. If he's lost in a war between two Muslim groups. Okay. تَعْتَدُّ بَعْدَ إِنْفِصَالِ الصَّفَّينَ The idda begins, idda of death, after both parties go home, when the war is over. Right? My husband's been at war. Haven't heard anything from him. The war is over. No husband returned. Immediately she does idda of wafa, death. And his wealth is inherited, distributed. Okay, She gets an inheritance too. Now, if he went off to fight and he's fighting the kuffar and we can't find him, then we say she waits a year, okay, after we look for him, too. Got to be looked for, too. Well, if he ordered the shirk, let's say he went to the lands of shirk and kufr to trade and was lost. Then we wait until he would have been 70 years old. Remember, that's with the clause in damat nafaqatuha if her wealth and her nafaqa remains okay if she didn't have her nafaqa all right then again we said that's abandonment she can report that okay is that clear to everyone the mas'ala of al-mafqud fil fiqh al-maliki i love this book i love this book i love jawhar tawhid because of the accessibility of it I have to say I've been listening to the Ibn Abi Zaid series. Okay. Oh, I like this. He says he knows more than he leads on. Because I... Okay, mashallah. Nice to hear something like that. When is the time of acceptance of dua in Ramadan? 
it is between the adhan, okay, when the adhan goes off, and before you put the iftar or the date or whatever you're breaking your fast with in your mouth. That period of time, dua is mustajab. Okay, one of the greatest times of dua, ijaba. The dua is that gap of time. That between the, um, the adhan has gone off, all right, and you are making your dua, and then you break your fast. Of course, after the suhoor, between suhoor, for when you, any time of the last third of the night, really. But when are we awake in the last third of the night? We have suhoor, then we should have a gap, and we pray and make dua, and then the adhan of fajr goes off. Okay. Or you can make tahajjud before that, too. All right, let's sit, listen to this. A woman tried to play a game with a sheikh. She took her hand out for him to shake. The sheikh said he can't shake hands with other women because it would offend his wife. Uh, another brother we had, he put his pen out and he shaked hands with the pen. Shook hands. Why have you not made a single post on the death of Sheikh Salik bin Sidna? This is from Mihail. I have a reason, but I don't want to say it after someone has passed away. And it's stuff that's public, but I'm not going to go into that. Okay? I have a reason. There's no, there's, there is a reason. North Korean survivor says, Yesterday I asked, you can, uh, can I do dhikr in dua? You said yes. I still don't understand. Dhikr in dua. So in the middle of dua, you can utter a word of dhikr? I must have misunderstood your first question. This must be my fault. Yeah. Yes. Uh, maybe I was talking and saying that while saying salawat, you can mingle du'as in it by saying, Oh Allah, I pray upon you a salawat that will ease my burdens and cure my diseases, etc. Maybe like that. It's intermingled like that. He say, can I just start a du'a and recite Allahu Akbar 33 times? Look, when you make du'a, begin. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Salatu wassalamu ala ashraf al-anbiya al-mursin. Any salat on the Prophet. Astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayh. Then make your du'a. Then end with salat and salam on the Prophet. Okay? So, again, I apologize for... Uh, Mihail, he was your sheikh? Yes, he was. I learned the Risal of Ibn Abi Zayd under him. Is there a reason? There is a reason, but I would not want to talk about it right now. It's not personal either. So it, it, um, it's not personal. There is something that is, uh, and it's out there. If you're interested in, learn, in, in digging, you can dig and you can see. But uh, I'll leave it at that. Because we shouldn't mention the bad things of those who have passed away. But I did say, yes, uh, learning adab, I did say on the stream, I just didn't put a, uh, a post up. You know, I did uh, mention his death and Allah treat us with his mercy. Is it dhikr to move the head really fast? No, no, no. 
Don't do that stuff. To move the head really fast while doing dhikr? No. I'm not going to get into that. What causes bad things to happen in evil eye? Is it jinn? No, it's not a jinn. It's something within the human soul that can affect something. Okay? Why did Sayyidina Nuh's son not accept Islam? Um, something between him and Allah. Wallahu ta'ala alam. Right? Amra bintu. Which books do you recommend people to read? I think people will highly benefit from reading books of Islamic law of one madhab and really get into your madhab get the books of your madhab of fiqh and read them and ask people questions that that are from that madhab Amra Bintu says which one of the stories of the prophets in the Quran fascinates you in what aspect of course I would say without a doubt it's Sayyidina Yusuf's story because without a doubt um, without a doubt it's the ups and downs in the well or happily with his family, then in the well, then up with the minister's house, then in jail, then being a minister himself. Then there's part of it that's not in the Quran. The king turns on him. That king that made him a minister gets worried. He turns on him and he said, listen, you leave, take your people, your Bani Israel, and go somewhere else. And he puts him, he can't fight him but he can't let this popularity continue. So he put him in a dry part of Egypt, which is now called Al Fayyum. That's where he put him there, Al Fayyum. And they were stuck. There's no water. They kept digging for water, digging for water, digging for water. Finally, after 1,000 days, Sayyidina Jibreel came down and, and with his wing sliced it, and water came out. And that's why they call that era Al Fayyum because it originally was Alf Yawm, 1000 days. So then he lived there with his people as a king of his people, ruler of his people. Then Zuleikha, he saw her again. And she was a little bit ragged and homeless and old, and her situation was terrible. She was divorced, humiliated, lived many, many decades in misery. And he recognized her. She turned away from him out of embarrassment. But he recognized her. And he said, it's you. And she was ashamed. But he saw in her all the marks of a true tawbah. And Allah brought them together in marriage. And she was given a water to, 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 to wash with. And it brought back some of her youth so she could be appropriate for him in marriage. Right? Yeah, any age appropriate for marriage. And they married. That's not in the Quran, that part of the story. That's from the stories of the Jews. But the Muslims have transmitted it. Because there's nothing bad about that story. There's nothing like that would decrease in his rank. Actually, that increases in his rank. And it shows the the, the, the tawbah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on people. So... What masjid do you like to visit in Tangier? Never been there, believe it or not. Been to Morocco, but not in Tangier. Okay. It, could Queen Nefertiti be Asya, radiallahu anh? I do not know. I never heard that, but I don't know. 
How can we remain encouraged to remain steadfast upon a certain dua? The weight itself can be painful, but the weight itself is purification. I always think to myself, Allah had sabr with me when I committed sins. I can't have sabr with him while I wait for a ni'mah. Which, which sabr would you rather? The sabr of sins or the sabr of waiting for ni'mah, right? I feel that every family should have a small metan of fiqh of one madhab that they all follow. Totally agree with you. Abdul Hadi is on the... He nailed it. Yeah, Umda Tassadik is, is you need to first get Al Maqasid by Imam al Nawawi. And then you have other books such as Matan Abi Shuja, which is the, it's got a fancy name, what is it called? The Inspectus Conspectus. How does he, I never get that right. What's the name of that book? Something Conspectus. I never get that right. The ultimate conspectus. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are reaching our time. Okay. Does Allah speak about cowards or traitors in the Quran? Is there punishment? Well, the coward is mentioned in the Sunnah of the Prophet in Hadith. And he said that the Prophet said, A mu'min can be a coward, but he cannot be a liar. Uh, the Quran speaks about traitors uh, with the term munafiqeen. A munafiq does not only simply mean that they, uh, they harbor kufr, it also means that when the Muslims aren't looking, they side with the enemy. They side with the enemy. And when they side with the enemy, they're, they're traitors. And if you're caught as a traitor in Islam, that's punishable by death. Punishable by death. All right, everyone. Great stream with an elongated Q&A because we had missed a couple Q&As. Okay. Can the maqasid be studied if you are a Madiki? Only the tasawuf section. The tasawuf section, yes. But the fiqh, no. Of course not. Shafi fiqh. Latif Ilahi. I thought the order was Maryam, Khadija, Fatima, Asya. Yes, that's what he says. But in another narration, it's Maryam, Asya, Khadija, Fatima. In this narration of Al Baghawi that he gave, it was what you said Maryam, Khadija, Fatima, then Asya. Okay. How can I join the Sweden Society Book Club? We need you, the book club. Um, yeah, the book club. You have to join ArcView. ArcView, go to arcview.org and sign up for basic, ArcView basic. Okay. The non-answer of dua can be ijabah in itself and it could be strengthening you to receive the ijabah too. Okay. All right. Steve, Yes, it is. That's the issue. That's why I didn't say too much. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, Jazakumullah khairan. Let us close out with Dua and Nur.
and may Allah forgive us if we said anything wrong. What happened to the Dua'a Nur in my phone? I can't find it ever now anymore. What's going on here? Oh, here we go. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allahumma j'alli nuran fi qabri qalbi wa nuran fi qabri wa nuran fi sam'i wa nuran fi basari wa nuran fi sha'ri wa nuran fi bashari wa nuran fi lahmi wa nuran fi dami wa nuran fi idami وَنُورًا فِي عَصَبِي وَنُورًا مِنْ بَيْنِ يَدَيَّا وَنُورًا مِنْ خَلْفِي وَنُورًا عَنْ يَمِينِي وَنُورًا عَنْ شِمَالِي وَنُورًا مِنْ فَوْقِي وَنُورًا مِنْ تَحْتِي اللهم زدني نورا وأعطني نورا وجعلني نورا وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Jesus.